Welcome to Healthy Voyager Radio. I'll be your host, the Healthy Voyager, Carolyn Scott. Thanks for tuning in to Healthy Voyager Radio. I'm the Healthy Voyager, Carolyn Scott Hamilton, and we are blowing it right through summer, man. If only we could just harness time and slow it down a little bit. Well, I guess we got to live it up while we have it, right? So yeah, we're well into July, and before you know it, the kitties will be heading right back to school, and that means shopping sprees nationwide, unfortunately, for books and pencils and notebooks and all sorts of clothing and uniforms for some folks. Uh, but luckily, for eco and cruelty-free moms and dads, there's a great selection of stylish threads and accessories available for your scholastic offspring these days. More and more every day, there's all sorts of lines coming out. And typically, eco clothing uh, and items are a bit on the pricier side, but if you look hard enough uh, and you get creative, you're sure to find what you need um, without draining your bank account, for sure. So my guests today definitely have some great stuff to talk about uh, and offer, but I thought I'd mention a few places and sites that will be not only kid-approved, but also animal and earth-approved, as well as mom and dad's wallet-approved. Um so here are just a few things that I've found to be good spots and lines for uh, for kids, especially for back to school. Um, if you go to ecosystemlife.com, uh, they have all sorts of green notebooks and notepads if you're looking for eco-friendly uh, school supplies. Uh, kids Conserve is one of my favorites. Kids Conserve with a K, K-O-N-S-E-R-V, Kids Conserve. They've got eco lunch boxes and containers. So they've got thermoses, sandwich wraps, so you don't have to use plastic baggies. Um, and they've got really neat, uh, what's called the nesting trio. So it's like three little containers that kind of stack together so that when you store them, you know, it takes up one spot instead of three spots. Um, and when the kids are done, they can kind of like stack them together and put them back in their lunchbox. Uh, again, they're, uh, aluminum, they're BPA free, they're healthy, they're eco. Um, and it's uh, a great way to put everything you need. Uh, in your kids' school lunches uh, and have them be healthy and eco. So that's Kids Conserve, K-O-N-S-E-R-V-E. Um, then there's Oban, and if you go to myoban.com, that's O-B-O-N, they make a sugarcane eco notebooks um, as well as eco pencils and art supplies, like art pencils. Um, yeah, their they're eco notebooks are the papers made from sugarcane. So I guess if you really wanted and... Uh, you didn't feel like feeding your kid that day, I guess you'd give them a notebook, right? But yeah, so they're eco and uh, yeah, check them out, myoban.com. Uh, veganessentials.com has biodegradable pens as well as all sorts of eco school supplies. Um, Voltaic solar backpacks and computer bags are also really neat. This is probably more so for uh, a college kid um, because it's great to hold all of your books and all your school stuff, but it also charges... Your backpack, uh, your cell phone, your iPod, and more just from the backpack because it's got solar cells on the front of it. So um, I guess regular school kids could use it, but I don't think they're supposed to have uh, all sorts of electronic gadgets at school with them. So I don't know. Maybe this is better for a college kid. But yeah, Voltaic solar backpacks and computer bags. Pretty neat. Um, uh, Kmart and the Disney Channel's Selena Gomez, I don't know if you know who she is, have teamed up to bring an eco-clothing line to the masses. So now... Kmart actually has um, an eco-friendly clothing line for kids, which is great for the wallet. And it's stylish because little Miss Selena Gomez had something to do with it. So back-to-school eco-shopping is um, normally not so cheap, but uh, this is a great alternative for, for those who are eco-conscious and uh, just don't have the 
the wallet for it. So check out Kmart for Selena Gomez's eco line. Um, should be in the kids section, I think, boys and girls. Uh, Tom's Shoes. Um, if you buy a few pairs for your kitties, then Tom's will match the purchase uh, by do- donating shoes to needy children. So they're great eco as well as they have some vegan style, so eco-vegan shoes um, for your active school kid, and it helps some other kids in the world who need shoes. So check out Tom's Shoes. You can buy online, and I know that select stores carry Tom's. Um, some like the beachy kind of cool, funky hip stores have it. Um, and then also try your hand at secondhand stores. If you uh, don't have the money and you want to save money, you can definitely find some great brand name garments at like a quarter of the cost. Not to mention you're recycling and reusing lightly used items. So it's eco-friendly and it's cheap. And you'd be surprised some of the stuff you find at, at good thrift stores. So, you know, my tip is always try to go to thrift stores near the rich neighborhoods because they've always gotten rid of their awesome brand name stuff. So uh, if your kid really wants an expensive pair of like true religion jeans or something like that, hey, you might find some at a secondhand store in Beverly Hills or, uh, you know, in Miami near Bell Harbor or something like that. So, you know, just uh, be creative with where you look. So there are ways to not blow your kid's college fund on their eco-conscious back-to-school necessities. Uh, In addition, there are tons of great eco and cruelty-free lines for adults. Um, Definitely more for adults than there are for kids. Um, But man, uh, eco has really gone from hippie to hip. So if you're looking for some nice fall threads, um, you might want to check out missionsavvy.com. She's got some really pretty green tops, dresses, skirts. Um, The Vegan Collection, they're good friends of mine at thevegancollection.com. For the boys, um, they've got free, they've got cruelty-free shoes, belts, wallets, really neat stuff because I know a lot of the boys get left out of the eco-vegan shopping extravaganza. So check them out. Also, alternativeoutfitters.com has lots of goodies for ladies and the men. I know that they carry some vegan collection stuff, but they've got uh, nail polish and bags and shoes and all kinds of really neat stuff. That's alternativeoutfitters.com. H&M has a lot of eco fashions. Uh, Everything is clearly labeled if it's eco. So try H&M if you're looking for something eco and affordable. Um, Olsen House Shoes, that's O-L-S-E-N-H-A-U-S. I love their vegan shoes. Awesome vegan shoes for girls. A little bit on the pricier side, but, you know, treat yourself uh, and get a great pair that's going to last you a while and that you're going to use a lot. Maybe something that's more of a basic as opposed to something uh, a little too trendy or, um, you know, of the season. So check out Olsen House Shoes. Um, If you're looking for a great organic uh, jean company, it's Del Forte Jeans. Really nice jeans. Uh, again, a little on the pricier side, but jeans usually are these days. And if you get a pair that's going to last you, you know, five seasons, then it's totally worth it. And then, of course, Stella McCartney's got beautiful stuff, um, you know, a little on the pricier side. But that's kind of that's kind of the trend, and I'm hoping things kind of change and more companies are able to make eco stuff more affordable for people um, and vegan, you know, clothing. So, But uh, those are some good ones, and there are a ton more. I could talk about this forever, but... Check those out and check the other stuff I mentioned out for your kids. So like I said, I could go on, but I'll leave that to my guests. Lots of shopping to talk about, so stay tuned as after the break I'll be chatting with Michelle Schwegman of Herbivore Clothing. Hey parents, say hello to Instant Style with Fashion On. Just spray and look cool in an instant. What about my bifocals? 
Hey, I can't see. But your kids can see you, and trust me, they see fashion. Fashion On is not available in stores because it doesn't exist. But that's okay. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Because kids in foster care don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, go to AdoptUsKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt Us Kids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Healthy Voyager Radio. My first guest is the co-founder of Herbivore Clothing, a wife, a mom, a vegan, and a cruelty-free shop gal. With me now is Michelle Schwegman. Hi, Michelle. Hello, Carolyn. How are you today? I am doing great. I'm just holding down the fort here at the Herbivore store with my crazy dog, Sassy. Nice. And how's the weather (laughs) up in Portland? Is it crazy hot? Um, No, it's actually... Perfect. It's probably 85 degrees, and the sun is out, so, you know, this is a good week to visit Portland. Yes. I got lucky when I was there. It was beautiful. I was spoiled. Yes. Unlike (laughs) a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, people get the rainy stuff, and I was like, it's gorgeous here. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us about Herbivore Clothing. Well, Herbivore started um, in 2002 when my husband and I were very proudly wanted to wear our vegetarian and vegan, you know, lifestyle beliefs on a T-shirt. We were getting really into the animal rights movement at that time, and we did not see ourselves in any of the shirts or anything that we could find. You know, we come from that generation of people that, you know, I want to wear my beliefs on my on my sleeve, so to speak, And um, mm. but I didn't want, like, a gory picture of a dead cow or, you know, blood splatters um, right. on my shirt. So my husband, Josh, is a designer, and he designed a couple shirts and was like, we should sell these. I think it'll be really great. And um, so we just, you know, put them on a credit card and put the shirts in our, you know, second bedroom closet and made a little website. And it's eight years later, almost nine years later, and um, we've done 36 designs now, and um we make a lot more than just T-shirts now. So that's how it started. Yeah, and you're right. You know, your stuff is really cute and funny and just artsy and not like in your face that, you know, an omnivore would be like, oh, my God, why are you wearing that shirt? You know, your stuff is really cute and a conversation starter too. That Thank you, because that is really what we wanted to, to have it be. We wanted it to be attractive, you know, fashionable, good-looking, not on sweatshop clothes, which unfortunately a lot of, you know, people don't, don't even realize that, you know, lots of T-shirts with messages that are positive are printed on something that was made in a sweatshop. Um, right. And just we're intelligent people, and we know that, you know, we believe that people respond to good design and to creative ideas and um, – it, you know, we do, we want to start a conversation. We don't want to just make somebody feel bad because, you know, and start apologizing that they're not, oh, I'm not vegan or whatever. That's not the right. point. The point is, let's talk about it. Yeah, for sure. So um, were you guys in the clothing world before you started the line or? You not just, at all. No? Not at all. Um, Josh started as, um, I mean, he's a designer and he worked in publication design and magazines. And we used to have a magazine, which we don't anymore. But, um, and I worked in museum education. I worked in advertising way back when. We'd had nothing to do with fashion, but we just, we knew what we liked. And we, I feel like we have 
we have a good style and we're able to um, to kind of put that out there in a way that people respond to and that you know that works for a lot of people. So, yeah. So where we're do not you get your people? <laughs> yeah, because since you create the designs and you've had 36 at this point, where do you get your ideas or inspiration for a new design? I know you said your hubby's an artist, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you see something and say, oh, we should draw a rabbit in the trees. You know, like, well, where, yeah. where do you guys get your inspiration from? You know, I think just we talk to so many people now. And we also just, you know, I, I think we both are creative thinkers. And, you know, sometimes it's a simple play on words, like wings are for flying, not frying, which we don't mm-hmm. have right now. <laughs> so I probably shouldn't have used that. But, um, <laughs> you know, that's a simple play on words that um, – that is that you know gets a lot of attention, um, or just please don't eat birds, like a simple request like that. And right. Um, so you know, I think we just you know sometimes have sparked ideas. We we had a shirt that um, said "Stop the war on animals" right around the time um, that you know just with all the wars that our country is in, and that was just like all these war protests that we were going to. Um, made us made made Josh think, you know, there's a war there are other wars going on. There's a war on animals every day, you know, every meal mm-hmm. that most people eat. And who's talking about that war? And so it came from that. So just looking around and observing and you know, sometimes we follow trends and, and sometimes yeah. we don't follow trends but um we want to make trends too. And so now you have T shirts and you do all sorts of other things like what else do you do with your designs? With our designs, we do cardigans and hoodies and belts, and we've done wallets. Um, we're doing water bottles. Um, we do bags. Um, what else do we do with our stuff? Um, we've done cards. And stickers. We, yeah, oh, yeah, stickers and buttons and patches. Those are like the, you know, a buck a piece and just so easy and fun for people to get. Um, we've done cards, um, like greeting cards and postcards and stuff like that. So all different kinds of, you know, functional items that, um, that also have, have a message on them. So what's so. been, what have you noticed in the last 36 designs to be your uh, most popular design to date? Gosh, you know, um, it's hard to say about that because, we don't have, you know, we didn't think that this was going to really be our whole life. <laughs> so we don't have exact records of everything that's ever sold. But um, the design that was the second design we ever did was the Praise Satan design, which is forks that um, are made to look sort of like a pentagram. And then it says Praise Satan, which we all know is wheat meat. And um, that was our second design. And we have never stopped producing it because it's still popular. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one is very popular. And then, um, probably the I'm vegan and I love you or eat like you give a damn. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are, those are also really popular. It comes in waves and cow hugger, yeah. I think actually cow hugger, which was a collaboration we did with an artist named Jen Karachi. And, um, we've done a couple of collaborations like that. That one is also, um, in the top five. I didn't answer your question very well. <laughs> no, no, it was great. And, and I'm thinking about them, too. I'm like, oh, that is a cute one. Yeah, the, yeah I've it, seen that one a lot. It really yeah, is. I've the Praise Satan one for our friends plenty, and it's such a good, you know, source of ha-ha-has. You know? Oh, yeah. 
It's a good, it's a good shirt. So, I'm, so you, you started the online store first and then moved into brick and mortar, right? Is yes. that how it went? That is how it went. And we in the brick and mortar, you carry all kinds of things outside of just your stuff, right? Exactly. Tons of different belts and wallets and other bags and cards and candles um, and tons of vegan cookbooks and um, just different things that are sort of earth-friendly, you know, like we have these really great uh, stainless steel tiffins and, um, and bamboo cutlery for people to bring their lunches in, um, things that are, you know, not necessarily vegan-oriented but just part of a vegan lifestyle because it is obviously so much more than just not, you know, eating animals. It's, it, right. philosophy goes into a lot of other parts of your life. Yeah, Cruelty-free stuff, eco stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like your show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You saw my show there. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. <laughs> so also a really neat part of your store is that you're a part of the vegan mini mall, yes. or at least it's been coined as the vegan mini mall because you've got you're one of, what, five other vegan businesses in that little strip mall. Tell us how. Mm-hmm about the mini mall and how Herbivore kind of got wrapped up in it. Well, there are actually four of us. It's um, Sweet Pea Baking Company, Herbivore, Food Fight, Grocery, and Scapegoat Tattoo. And I think it was Lisa from Sweet Pea's idea that we should all move in together. She was going to open a bakery. We had a shop in Northeast. Food Fight had a shop in Southeast Portland, and Scapegoat did too in Southeast and her idea was like, let's all move in together. We're all friends, and then everybody can come to our businesses at once. And um, so Chad, I think, then invented the term vegan mini mall as a joke, <laughs> which then, of course, we seized on it because, oh, my God, we made it come true. <laughs> and, um, and we just all moved in here in 2007, and so we're all right in a row. And it's great for people, especially travelers, like, Today I've had people from Europe, Minnesota, and New Jersey in here already. And, nice. you know, it's like people make a little pilgrimage to the Vegan Mini Mall in Portland. So oh, yeah. It's, it's great. It's been great for our business because we get people, you know, that maybe wouldn't have driven all the way up to northeast Portland, and, and I think the same happens for everyone else. So right. Plus they have a community, which is awesome. And it, it is. It is one-stop shop. When I went, I went and gorged at Sweet Pea, <laughs> shopped at your store, got stuff to bring back to my hotel room at Food Fight. You know, yeah. so it was like one-stop shop instead of driving around. Not that Portland's, you know, like L.A. where you sit in your car. Yeah. But still, it's so nice just to have it all right there. It was, yeah, well, it's a great to idea. go from one to the next is, it's fun. And yeah. Yeah, it's great. We love it. So you mentioned before you used to have a publication. I remember it was Herbivore Magazine. Did. Um, tell us how that got started and why you decided to do that um, and if you think you might ever kind of delve into that again someday. Well, the magazine started in '03 um, because Josh had worked for years in magazines and wanted, you know, and just like the clothes, didn't see anything that, you know, at that point, like Veg News was a, um, I don't even know if they were, well, I guess they were around, but it was a it was like a little print. newspaper. It yeah. was a little newspaper. And I mean, I, it was fun. We loved when we got it. But it was like, oh, we want to do this cool, glossy magazine um, that's, you know, art and culture and just cruelty-free. And um, so we started that. And we did 14 issues. And it was very much a labor of love. 
and we are very much not advertising salespeople. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, and basically it's expensive to produce a magazine, especially the quality that we produced Herbivore Magazine at, and we didn't want to spend our time hounding people for ad dollars. That just wasn't fun for us, and we never grew it in a way that would allow that to happen. So we just kind of tired out and um, wanted to focus on the store and something had to give. So that's why we don't do it anymore. And, you know, honestly, in this economy, there's no way we would ever start something like that over again. Um, But it's a wonderful thing to, like, look at the back issues, and we still have some back issues for sale um, on our website. And um, it was really super creative and fun and irreverent and um, we won a lot of awards while we were publishing for um, like Best New Magazine and things like that. But um, mm. it just was uh, a little too much. <laughs> yeah, and so. you're right. The economy now and just everything's moving towards online. It's hard to sustain a print publication anymore, especially it, monthly. It is. We were actually quarterly, so oh, yeah, quarterly. we were not mm-hmm. monthly. Um, so, yeah, I can't imagine then, yeah. being uh-huh. monthly. That's a nightmare. <laughs> For sure. So, like, over time, and you've seen this, obviously, since you probably started the store, even the online store, that there's been an explosion of vegan items on the market, all kinds of Definitely. lines. Definitely. So how do you choose what to bring into the store? Because now there's so many, and, yeah, some are a little low rent, you know. So how mm-hmm. do you kind of really pick and choose what comes into the store? You know, I want to always be able to work with companies where I can um, have a relationship with people and I can ask questions, and I can make sure that stuff is, um, you know, fairly produced, and, um, you know, also, like, whether it's something that's recycled, and that's, you know, it doesn't have to be something like that. Um, I want it to be different and cool. I don't want it to be available at a lot of stores, um, Mm. because that just makes things, makes it a little, you know, less unique, Um, and, but I, and I also have to worry a lot about price point, like, my customers don't spend $150 on purses, you know. Mm-hmm. There, are lots yeah. of, there are other vegan stores where they do, and that's awesome, but, like, that price just doesn't work for me. Um, so I keep a lot of that in mind and um, and just mostly wanting to work with cool companies that are doing good, good things and that have people that are pleasant to work with. Because I have to work with these people. I have to order from them and talk with them and communicate. And honestly, if it's a pain, I'm not going to buy from them because, you know, I don't, I don't want to spend my day, like, you know, right. working with people that are cruddy. Yeah. <laughs> so well, you're, you're right about the price point because there's so many, like, eco lines are just outrageously oh. expensive. And, you know, for regular people, I mean, there are the people that will spend $350 on jeans, but it's like, Mm, you know, no. or a bag, and it's like a bag's going to fall apart or go out of style, or you're right, and it's smart of you to, to pick lower price points or, you know, moderate price points because that brings in a whole slew of people that wouldn't go to another shop. It definitely, and, you know, it's saying that, you know, I don't know, I don't, I don't have $150 to spend on a bag, um, and so, you know, I don't really expect that most of my customers will. And I also operate very much under the idea of, like, if I don't have it, I'm going to help you find someone that does. Like, I want to help you get what you need. As long you know, I don't want you to buy anything that's 
um, supporting animal cruelty. So let me help you find someone that I can, you know, sell you something that you want if I don't have right. it. And that's, you know, just doing right by people. Yeah, for sure. In all, all ways, wallets, exactly. animals, and earth. <laughs> that's true. So speaking of, you know, breaking the wallet, and you have a child, so soon mm-hmm. I'm sure you'll be dealing with back-to-school stuff. That's very, very expensive for a lot of parents. Do you um, do you have any cool back-to-school items and kid stuff that you can mention to listeners that might want to be purchasing stuff coming up here soon? Well, we have um, – we actually just did some really cute baby T-shirts. Not that babies go to school, but um, <laughs> just living is cool for them. Um, so we did the I'm Vegan and I Love You shirt for, for the little ones. And, um, you know, I don't really have, like, back-to-school stuff so much as – um, we just all, are always doing new designs. Um, we just but your designs new... come in kids, in kids' sizes too, right? Sometimes. Some do and some don't. Like right now we have the cow hugger shirt and the I'm vegan and I love you shirt for kids. And um, there is a new design that we are working on with an artist named Kurt Halsey, and, he, um, and that one we'll do on kids' shirts too. And um, it's super cute, so there's a little teaser um, it's not out yet. It's going to be about two or three weeks. So, um, so but that one will be in for time kids. for back to school. Exactly in time for mm-hmm. that. So um, we do also have really great some really great kids books. And I know that it's a frustration for a lot of vegan parents that to find books that that display our lifestyle or our ethics and that just mm-hmm. that normalize um, you know compassion, <laughs> which is kind mm-hmm. of funny that it needs to be normalized. But um, <clears throat> so I have a pretty good selection of kids' books, which can be nice because then people don't have to worry like, oh, is there going to be, you know, it's not talking about Old McDonald's Farm, that kind of thing. Right, so. right. And you've got, I've, I've seen you have like the coolest like bags, like messenger bags and stuff. So that's De- totally that definitely, good, definitely free bra- bags. Um, yeah. So there's always new stuff because I never buy too much of one thing because everybody wants to have something that's kind of special. So oftentimes people will email and say, oh, I wanted that bag that had, you know, that was orange and had birds on the top of it. And it's like, oh, there was only one. That's why it says one of a kind. Buy it when you see it. (laughs) So, but um, we try to keep things special for people. Keeping people special and and not breaking the bank. That is key. Yeah, exactly. So tell everybody again where they can shop online as well as your Portland information for anyone who might be heading that way in the next, you know, few months uh, and they can shop in person. Anybody coming to Portland should come to the uh, corner of 12th and Stark in southeast Portland. And our street address is 1211 Southeast Stark, but that's where the mini mall is. And then online we are at herbivoreclothing.com. All one word. That's where you'll find us. So, and, uh, and you where can you see sh- everything. And you could also our phone number's on there, and you can call if you have any questions. We're always happy to help people. And you can ship anywhere in like the continental United States. You know, or we ship worldwide. Canada. Oh, good. We ship worldwide. All the international shipping rates are on the website, and um, we have good rates. And um, and. And Canada's the same as the U.S. So, and we ship out usually within two days or three days of getting your order. So we're fast. Good. And yes. everything that's carried in the store is pretty much online, so that most you've got of it. Not, most of it. Yeah. 
Some things aren't. Um, if we only have one or two, I won't put it on the website. Not worth it, yeah. Um, because then, you know, it's terrible to oversell something and then disappoint someone. But, um, but most things are available nice. online. Yeah. Well, very cool. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Michelle. You guys rock. I love your store and all your goodies. Thank you. Thank you, you so much. Good work. We are. We are. <laughs> okay. All right, everybody. Stay with us because after the break, I will welcome roving eco-vegan boutique owner and environmentalist, Miss Magda Rod. Today's episode, Bobcat in the Cave. Oh, nuts! There's a bobcat in this cave! Save us, sassy! You will, but first you'd like to stress the importance of cat adoption? Over 5 million cats go into animal shelters every year and they need to be adopted? Help us, sassy! Why bother? We'll just get into more trouble tomorrow? Sassy is brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Remember, adopt! And thanks for coming back to Healthy Voyager Radio. My next guest likes to be on the road selling her eco wares and pushing the green movement. A stylish gal with styles to sell and messages to spread is on the line. With me now is Magda Rod. Hi, Magda. How are you? Hi, Carolyn. I'm so great today. Thanks for having me on the show. Of course. You've got so many great things that you're doing and working on and great stuff to sell to people, and uh, I'm excited to, to talk about it all. Yeah, me too. So tell us a little bit about what the Visionary Boutique is. Well, Visionary Boutique is, first of all, a triple bottom line business. So we give equal importance to people, planet, and profit. So it's a retail business that's all about enlightening people about how to live a more sustainable lifestyle. Very cool. So I know that you have the brick-and-mortar store, and then you came up with this super cool roving store. Um, and what kinds of things do you sell in both the boutique and the roving store? Well, we call it uh, the one-stop eco-chic boutique because we really have something for everyone. We have fashion. We have cosmetics. We have jewelry. We have gifts. We have housewares. I mean, we're even getting into selling superfoods now. So it's just anybody who's interested in being more green or is already a conscious consumer and already really living a green lifestyle, we really have something for everyone there. Yeah, for sure. I've shopped in your roving store, and I want everything in there. It's, yeah, clothes and makeup and jewelry and everything you uh, could possibly think of. It really is truly a one-stop eco-chic boutique. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely is. And why was it important to you to open an eco-boutique? And what were you doing before you became a boutique owner that kind of prompted you to say, you know what, I'm going to start this? Well, I, was, I had a clothing line for 10 years. I was making clothes for little girls. And as the green movement really got up and off the ground, my daughter was getting older, I, I started personally becoming more green. And I, I tried to take my line organic and I ended up actually launching an entirely new label, which I called Visionary. And as I was looking around for stores to sell it in, I realized there weren't a lot of green stores out there. And I was personally becoming more and more aware of all the great green products in the marketplace. I went to the Green Festival in San Francisco. I was just blown away by the amount of products and all these really conscious companies out there trying to do the right thing and trying to save the world. And I thought, geez 
maybe I should open my own store and not just sell my own, but sell all this other great stuff. I want people to know about this and, you know, just to kind of further the movement. So that's how it, that's how it happened. Well, it sounds like a great reason. And you also do something really cool when people purchase something. You plant a tree for every item sold. And how did that idea come about, and who do you work with and are able to pull that off with? Yeah, well, we wanted to show that we were committed, you know, to the green movement. So we, we came across a really great organization, a nonprofit called Trees for the Future, and we decided to work with them. They make it really easy for companies to do this. And, um, you know, we, we donate a percentage um, of each sale to them, and they do all the hard labor. They plant trees all over the world, and a lot of times they plant them in communities that are just barren land, and um, they create livelihoods for people. You know, I think we just did 5,000 trees in Kenya. I mean, I get these certificates from them, and I'm just blown away that, you know, the purchasing power that's happening in Visionary Boutique is, is creating this benefit on the other side of the world. So it's, it's pretty exciting. And, and the work that they, they do is it's really phenomenal. I mean, they have before and after pictures of the land and just the livelihoods that it's creating for people. It, it's just incredible. Well, it's pretty incredible that every time someone buys something, you know, for their own just, yay, I'm buying a treat for myself at Visionary Boutique, they're also doing something really helpful. That's exactly. such a yeah. We even have a purchase. Tag. Yeah, exactly, with, with every single item. So if you buy five or ten items, it's five or ten trees. So we had gift tags made that said, you know, it was planted, you know, with the purchase of this gift so that even the people that are receiving the gift know as well. It's just a really easy way for people to help the environment. You know, if you're going to buy something, buy it in our store, and then you're planting trees and you're doing even more good. So Yeah, for sure. So why did you choose to start the Roving Boutique? And tell us how you gave your awesome Airstream and Eco Makeover to do that. Well, you know, it was interesting because I opened the store two years ago, and, you know, it was just before the economy kind of collapsed. And I'd be sitting there in my store going, okay, well, I'm actually really kind of a gypsy, and it's hard for me to sit in the store all the time because I'm a bit of a free spirit, and I like to be out there in the world. And I'd be sitting there waiting for people to come into the store, and I felt like I wasn't getting my message out to enough people. I wanted more people to know what I was doing and about the great products that I had to offer. So I kind of came up with this idea to do a pop-up shop and as I was researching pop-up shops, I was looking, I was finding things like shipping containers that people would put in Columbus Circle in New York City. And I'm like, wow, that's cool. I could do something like that. And then I realized I wanted it to be something that I could be responsible for and I could manage. You know, if it was a shipping container, it would be really difficult for me to move it around. So I said, yeah, okay, well, how do we do this? Let's put it on wheels. Okay, let's make it a trailer so that I can actually haul it around myself. So that's what I decided to do, and um, and I found this vintage Airstream trailer. It's a 1966 Safari, and it's you know one of those silver bullets. And it turns out there's such a following for these Airstreams in general. So it was actually in really great shape, and uh, I really wanted to make it into an actual boutique. So um, I called up my friend Darren Moore. Um, you probably know Darren. He was on Alter yeah. Ego with yep. Adrian mm-hmm. Grenier and on his show. He's eco-MacGyver. So I called him and I said, Darren, I need to redo this trailer and I want it to be as green as possible. Will you help me? So he came on board and it's so great. We found an Airstream specialist so we took out everything that was inside intact and gave it to an Airstream specialist so that he could reuse it with someone else and that it was zero waste. 
And um, we rebuilt the whole thing green. I got Discover Green, gave us beautiful hardwood floors we put in there. We did custom um, built fly booth shelving. We used um, Ecotrend eggshell paint, um, non-toxic paint. Just every little detail that could be green was green. And um, I'm still trying to get the solar panels put on it. I haven't, I haven't gotten that far yet. But um, we really, you know, we put in clothing racks and everything. So we have shelving and clothing racks and a beautiful makeup mirror because we do makeup and cosmetics. We do makeovers in there as well. So um, that's how it all came together. It was really a group effort. Darren was a huge help for that. And we got a couple of companies involved, local green people. It, it turned out great. And, and people are just amazed when they see it. They, and I also wrapped it, by the way. So it's wrapped in this big, beautiful, it has my logo on the side. It's this visionary boutique, and it's got bright, colorful flowers all over it. And it's really eye-catching, and people are always curious. And then they come in, and they can't believe what the inside looks like because they're expecting it to be like a regular trailer inside, and they come in, and they find this little boutique. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it it really is. It feels like a really nice department store, like in a little in a little space. But it it feels spacious. It's not like cramped with stuff. It's it's super neat inside. Yes. It really is. Yes, thank you. And and that's the thing that people are always the most surprised by. They come in and they go, "Wow, it's so big in here." Because sometimes people are are cautious, like they don't want to step inside because they think they're going to feel claustrophobic. But it, the way we designed it, it actually feels really big in there. So. It always surprises people, and it's just a lot of fun to see the reactions on people's faces, and they're just blown away that we're doing what we're doing. So, Where does the mobile boutique normally show up? Um, well, we, did, we launched it Earth Day last year, um, Topanga Earth Day Festival. Uh, so we did about 30 festivals last summer. And um, then when it's not, so I, I go to as many festivals as I can, both both the green ones and more of the mainstream ones. And um, when it's not festival season, we do a lot of private parties and special events. And we do um, like eco makeover parties where, you know, someone can have 20 of their friends over and we do a whole, you know, green lifestyle 101 kind of um, class with them, a little training. And then everybody goes shopping. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah, very fun. And do can people contact you if they're like, hey, I'm having this event. Would you like to, you know, pull up the trailer and sell here? So, you know, oh, most, yeah? Of course, of course. Yeah, we're, we're totally available for, you know, anything that comes up. And both, both like I said, the green events and the non-green events because I think it's so important to, you know, think and live outside of the green bubble sometimes. I think you can probably relate that, you know, we get into our little green bubble sometimes and, you know, sometimes it feels like everybody thinks the way that we do and then you go somewhere and you realize people don't necessarily have the information. So that's a lot of fun for me to go into environments, like to go to festivals that are just not necessarily conscious and kind of, you know, flip the switch for some people where they go, oh, wow, yeah, I could take this reusable bag to the grocery store instead of taking that single-use plastic, you know, things yeah. like that. So it's it's fun to do both the green events because then it's like, always a reunion where all, you know, my green friends show up. But then it's also equally fun to go into environments where, you know, it's different and you can really make more of a difference because you're enlightening people. So that's, and that's for where, sure. you know, the passion is, is in it for me. And that's the real reason that I started it um, is to educate people and to share the information. And, you know, I'm still learning, you know, every day. I learn so many things about how to be more sustainable and, I just want to be sharing the information that I have with other people. 
Well, and that's totally what you've kind of moved forward into doing since starting your boutique. You've kind of become this visionary ecopreneur. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about the neat stuff that you've been working on uh, within the green, green world that isn't necessarily has to do with the boutique. It's funny because everything is, is interrelated, and, and just having visionary, you know, it's really the best decision I ever made, I have to say, because I was making clothes and I was realizing, I made the shift because I was realizing I wasn't really, you know, doing fulfilling work. I was dressing little girls, and that was fun, and I was making money, but I wanted to be doing something more meaningful. So the last two years with Visionary, it's just amazing some of the relationships that I've developed. I've gotten really deep into the raw community and learned so much about health and nutrition and made so many friends and, you know, conscious people in L.A. And I think a lot of people don't think of L.A. as being really a conscious place, but there really is a really dynamic, you know, group of people here that are really working for the greater good. And I, I just feel very blessed that I've, I've been fortunate enough to become aligned with a lot of them. And and that has led to other opportunities. And I've been doing some um, some education for the next generation, like environmental education for kids. I've been involved with a couple of nonprofits working on events and things like that and doing environmental education for high school students and younger, um, developing an after-school eco-education program um, for LSD. And uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. That's coming up for next year. And I I became partner um, in a green photo booth company. So it's really fun because it's like a paperless photo booth where people can go take their pictures at parties and share them on Facebook, and it just helps get the word out about these great green events that are happening. And um, I'm running the green um, division for them, and I've also hooked them up with Trees for the Future, so they now plant a tree for every picture that's sent. So everything kind of comes back. It's all interrelated, and um, it's just a lot of fun. And everything comes back to to green and to education. Everything that I'm doing, and you know, sometimes I I struggle with the you know I'm selling things. I'm part of the problem because I'm selling things. Mm-hmm. And um, but then I, I come back to you know if I'm selling a stainless steel water bottle or I'm selling a reusable bag you know, and I'm planting a tree, when I'm doing it, I'm actually part of the solution more than I'm part of the problem. So that's oh, for what sure. Yeah, and then it's fun too. And then that person goes to the store and someone else sees them using their bag or their water bottle or whatever. And it just the ripple effect keeps going. So, you know, and, and doing it with the boutique is fun. I mean, it's a fun, like, fashion-y kind of party way to make the green lifestyle fun and appealing to people, which, you know, I think is really important to, to help shift that kind of attitude and that stereotype, you know, what green means. And I think that we've made a lot of progress in that in the last couple of years, especially. You know, people don't necessarily equate green with, you know, Birkenstocks and burlap sacks. People are starting to get that it's it's more mainstream and that it can be fun and you know, it doesn't have to be a lifestyle that you have to make sacrifices for. You can actually you know, not sacrifice anything and actually have more fun being green. Exactly, yeah. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with making a buck to survive, right, as long as you're doing it with a conscious. If, you know, if people, a lot of people try to demonize a profit, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, no, we all have to survive, and why not do it in a way that's helping everybody? And you really are with, like, planting the trees and selling right. really – great things that people actually need and use on a daily basis that are much better alternative to what is out there in the mainstream. Right. It's doing well by doing good, you know, and especially when you're giving back. And that's 
It's the whole concept of triple bottom line, number one, and also the Buddhist philosophy of right livelihood. And, you know, I have to say that a lot of my inspiration for visionary came from a spiritual center. You know, I spent years in sermons there listening to Reverend Michael talk about, you know, if you're going to do something, make sure it's benefiting others. And it's, you know, I'm sitting there making clothes and, like, listening to these sermons and going, okay, yeah, I need to make a shift. What's it going to be? And just, you know, all these life experiences kind of culminating together to create the concept of visionary. So it really is triple bottom line. It really is doing well by doing good. And, and again, it keeps coming back to the education because it's, I'm really clear People have the information. If they know better, they will make their choices. A lot of people just don't even, haven't even thought that, you know, our, our daily part of the green lifestyle. Just like those simple examples of, you know, using a stainless steel bo- water bottle and using a reusable bag and just, you know, not, um, not using any single-use plastic. I mean, that's a commitment that I've made personally is to not use any single-use plastics. So that's one simple thing that I advocate in in everywhere that I go. Mm-hmm. Well, that's actually a really great tip. Now, since we're approaching back to school and mm-hmm. people are going to start going out and shopping in droves for their kids, what are mm-hmm. some tips that you might have for parents to, you know, kind of move more towards the green and also not break the bank? Because I know sometimes green, um, some green lines can be very, very expensive, but what, mm-hmm. um, you know, what tips do you have for folks that are trying to be a little more conscious but also trying to be, you know, in this economy a little smarter with their spending? Well, I mean, one, one of the biggest things is, is reusing things. I mean, there's, this, there's always this push for, okay, back to school. We have to buy everything new. You know, you can really upcycle things and reuse things. You know, I, I've been going back and forth with my daughter lately because, Somehow she's got this obsession that she has to buy stuff. Every time we go into a store, it's, oh, will you buy me this? And it's really interesting. You know, she's 11, and I'm like, God, you've been my kid for 11 years. How, how do you still have this mindset? You know, sometimes I've – and we're really kind of going through that right now, and I think it's, it's a matter of reprogramming ourselves and our kids that it doesn't have to be a new thing. If your backpack from last year, you know, isn't broken, we can reuse it. You know, you don't have to have the fresh, new, crispy outfit for back to school. And honestly, even though I own a store, again, for me, it's all about education, like reusing and thrift shopping and yard selling and flea markets and, you know, the greenest we can be is reusing things that already exist and finding creative things. You know, we get so many reusable bags at, you know, all the events that we go to and they give them away free at all these things. You can use one of those bags for your, for your back to school bag, you know. It doesn't yeah. have to, you don't have to go to Walmart, God forbid, and, you know, buy mm-hmm. a new backpack because that's what everyone else is doing. I think it's really, back to school is really an opportunity to teach mm-hmm. our kids, um, you know, that everything doesn't have to be brand new. It can be still a fresh start, you know, and that's the exciting part. You're going to make new friends this year and really put the focus on the fresh new year rather than on the new stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's a wonderful tip. You're very... You know, you see all these commercials, and I can see how kids get sucked into, oh, we got to go to that sale, and I want those new jeans, and, you know, Sally's getting it too, and it's got to be a tough nut to crack when the kids are just, you know, watching all this happen, you know, with advertising. But you're right, you know, just teaching our kids that 
it's okay and there's smart ways to do it and hey, why not, you know, put a new patch on your backpack or put a new patch on your jeans and there, it looks newer, you know, something like exactly. that. Exactly. And, and and another fun tip, I mean, for the people in L.A., one of my very favorite, like, secret fun things in L.A. is the, the Jet Rag dollar sales on Sunday. That mm-hmm. They have old, like, vintage bundles of, of clothes and bags and stuff that they just go and they, they rip open these bundles and people just dive onto them like piranhas. I've never seen anything like it. But you find <laughs> Amazing stuff, like in mint condition from the 70s and 80s. Everything is $1. So you can go there with, you know, a big garbage bag and fill it up and have your whole new wardrobe, you know, for school and find bags and jackets and everything. And everything's a buck. And you just, you know, dry clean it at your eco-friendly dry cleaner or wash it or whatever. And you've got a whole bag of new stuff, and that stuff is spared from the landfill. You don't have to go buy something that's new. Yeah, and you save a ton of money. Yeah, and it's like treasure hunting. I mean, for me, that's like, it's such a rush. It's so much fun. You never know what yeah. you're going to find. And, and things that are just a thousand times cooler than something new that you would find in a store, you know? No, absolutely. Absolutely. So where can we find out more about you and the boutiques, locations, all that stuff? Uh, well, you can find everything on visionaryboutique.com. You can see there's a page there that has pictures of the mobile store, too. So if anybody wants to book a private party or um, have me come speak to their, you know, corporation or school or whatever. I, I love to come and um, just educate people. And um, I'm also doing a lot of writing, too. So even if you just Google my name, Magda Rod, you'll see some of the pieces I've been writing. I'm writing for Tree Hugger now. I'm writing for Malika Chopra's uh, new website called intent.com, which is amazing. I, just, I have a cover story out today on um, Coco Eco Magazine that's about Jason Mraz and we were just down in um, New Orleans, you know, working on the BP oil spill and brainstorming solutions with our friends from the fuel film. So I, I'm just, you know, I'm all over the place. So you can just Google me and you can find my contact information on visionaryboutique.com. Excellent. I will definitely send people your way so they can shop smart and shop consciously. <laughs> Thanks so much, Carolyn. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on the show today. I know you're a busy woman and sales girl and green girl and mom, so I really appreciate you coming on the show. Oh, it's totally my pleasure. I'm honored to be invited. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody, don't go anywhere because we'll be right back. We've been angry. We've been pressured. We've been hopeless. We've been lost. We've been labeled. We've We've been been judged. judged. Let's face it, being a teen isn't easy. We know because we've been there. Check out ReachOut.com to hear teens share their own stories on how they've made it through tough times. Because we've been there, we can help each other. We've been determined. We've been inspired. We've been acknowledged. We've We've been been there. there. We can help us. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, the Inspire USA Foundation, and the Ad Council. And we're back to Healthy Voyager Radio. All right. Make sure you visit www.herbivoreclothingcompany.com as well as visionaryboutique.com for all sorts of cruelty-free fashions, eco-fashions, books, cosmetics, bags, and more. Uh, you can find them both on, on Facebook for sure. Um, and I believe one of them is on Twitter. So check them both out online outside of their websites. Uh, And make sure to join me next week as I'll be tackling the world of autism with Jenny McCarthy's uh, Generation Rescue, as well as other experts in the field of autism. It's a topic of much contention and mystery and struggle, 
and one that many folks are connected to as the numbers keep growing every day of children affected by autism and families affected by autism. It's, uh, it's going to be a great show, so I hope you will t tune in for that. Lots of great info and um, ways that you can help and, and help others. So uh, very excited for that show. As for me, of course, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm Healthy Voyager, so you can just do twitter.com forward slash Healthy Voyager. I'm on Facebook, got my fan page and my group page. Um, YouTube, I've got all my videos up on YouTube, the cooking show, the travel show, product reviews, weekly product reviews, starting the fitness show, uh, all kinds of neat stuff popping up on the YouTube channel. And of course, they'll always be available on healthyvoyager.com. So be sure to log on to healthyvoyager.com and sign up for our weekly newsletter because subscribers get special discounts and coupons that uh, regular uh, site goers don't get to to take advantage of. So sign up for the newsletter. It's only once a week. So you don't uh, get your inbox full of all sorts of stuff. It's just once a week. And um, also log on to our online community so you can meet others uh, that are healthy, eco, vegan-y, uh, recipe, all sorts of people on HealthyVoyager.com on the uh, community. So please be sure to check out the new and improved Healthy Voyager website. We've got lots of new content every week. So Check it out. I'd like to thank again Miss Michelle Schwegman as well as Magda Rod one more time for all of their great info today. Be sure to check out the podcast of today's show as well as past shows on HealthyVoyager.com as well as on iTunes where you can subscribe and never miss a show. And before we head out, I'm going to play us out with a song by Mr. Jason Mraz. Mr. AZ Mraz is a well-known raw vegan um, with a lot of talent and uh, with music that definitely fits a lazy summer afternoon. So check out his new tunes, tour info, um, and just general information about Mr. Jason Mraz at jasonmraz.com, M-R-A-Z, for those of you who don't know, jasonmraz.com. All right, thank you so much again for joining me for today. Have a great weekend. Talk to you next week, and enjoy Jason Mraz's version of Summer Breeze. Bye. Brother Papa 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 Little light shining through the window lets me know that everything's alright. Summer breeze really makes me feel fine, blowing through the jasmine in my mind. Summer breeze makes me feel fine, blowing through my makes me feel right making me feel making me feel fine makes me feel fine blowing through the jasmine in my mind oh sweet days of summer the jasmine's in bloom Ma -da -da. july is dressed up and playing a tune and when i come home home from a hard day's work and you're waiting there Yes, you're waiting there
Blowing through the jasmine in my mind. 